The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Uh, I'm Art. And I'm Brian. We just had a crazy thing happen for the listeners. So uh, we finished recording one episode and we were just kind of like, you know, cracking our knuckles to get ready for the second. And boom, power outage for the three of us. Art is, uh, he's in the Bat Cave, undisclosed location. But uh, Santa Cruz County uh, took a power outage right when we finished our episode. So it was actually good timing. Sorry, when you said, when you said took a power outage, I I thought you were saying right in the mouth or right in the (laughs) noggin or took a power outage. To the face. Right in the butt. Right in the (laughs) face. Basically did take a power outage to the face. Um, And then just as we... as least I scrambled to find fucking candles and flashlights and Headphones stuff like that. Power went back on. So here we are. And for the record, we were going to record because that's how dedicated we are for our listeners. We don't stop. I mean, I saw I saw you winding up your uh, manual handheld dual generators flashlight to power your uh, recorder. That's right. Mm-hmm. I actually have a little... Um, stationary bike that I uh, can power the whole house with. Oh, yeah. It's not easy. You are the gerbil. But, you know, yeah. I am the gerbil. I have a tattoo that says that. <laughs> so uh, welcome to Sunday edition. Uh, this is Driving Well Awesome. No How robots guys, here. No, no robots. robots. Robot free robot. zone. Robot free. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have power, so you kind of need power for robots. Yeah. Actually, they're all battery powered. Did you guys see that uh, Boston Dynamics got bought by Hyundai? Mm-hmm. Uh, for under a billion dollars, and they make those terrifying robot dogs yeah. and some other oh, crazy yeah. shit. Mm. Terrifying. Boston yeah. Dynamics, um, robot stuff. Wait, okay, is it Boston Dynamics? I remember the robot dogs. I don't know what the yeah. That's I what they're called. I just right? remember that the, they have yellow bodies, right? That's all I remember. Yeah, the newer version does, and uh, apparently they've been purchased before, so. They're kind of a slutty robot company at this point, but uh-huh. uh, <laughs> been around the block. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was weird. Ah, and Hyundai bought them. So what, is, what does that mean? Boston, did you say Boston Robotics or Boston Dynamics? Dynamics, he said. Okay, good. What is it? It is Dynamics. You're right. I just Googled oh. it. Okay. Yeah, Boston Dynamics. So is that, do they build robots? They build robots. They're terrifying. Dynamics though. does? They're what these, does the Boston Robots do? <laughs> they do audio. <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, there's Boston Hun- Hun- so I think what happened here is what happened here is Hyundai Robotics bought Boston Dynamics. So what happens if you uh, you put those together? Robot you know Dynamics. The first are thing, all that yeah. matters anyway. We all know. So <laughs> Robot Dynamics. <laughs> the first thing that or I thought dynamic of was robots, which paints a whole different picture. It's I like, think that's what they are. I mean, Wham's going to show you a video. I'm sure they're very dynamic robots. They're pretty crazy. <laughs> they're Ter- absolutely terrifying. It's like Terminator. Uh, these things can just walk into your house and shoot you and walk out and you can't do anything about it. Um, the first thing I thought of is is Hyundai bought it. They're going to use them for um, 
like uh, in-home care robots. Okay. Because of the aging Korean population. Mm. Do you think that's a thing? Do yeah, you think they'll do dude, that? Those like robots dog, right? are going to make bank. I don't know if you've looked at in-home <laughs> care costs, <laughs> but they are going to be rolling dude. in dough. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very lucrative a lot job. Of literally Filipino little and Jamaicans. little dogs and the robot yeah. dogs rolling in dough. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just think that uh, if you could have a robot that was in your house with your uh, aging parents, and they could do simple tasks like um, make avocado toast or, <laughs> you know, pour over <laughs> coffee. The hipster robots is what I'm million after. Dollar bacon, dude. Have you have you guys seen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the features. <laughs> Summon the Range Rover. No, um, dude, have you guys seen Robot and Frank? It is such a good movie. I highly yeah, recommend it. Yeah, it's really oh, good. Yes, well, uh, yes Frank I did. Nigella? Is it Frank uh, Nigella? What's his name? Nigella is the, gr- the old guy. Yeah. He's like a, he steals, he's like a little, like a robber or whatever. He used to be a, a, a burglar. Yeah. And like, he, yeah, yeah. And, um, cat burglar, but it's, 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 it's pretty much that dude. There, there's like the robot is this little helper. I know. Guy. Have you seen Frank? That's a good movie. No, I have not seen Frank. With the, uh, what's his name, dude? Um, I forget his name. Red Cinema Pinion. Gleason. Gleason. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. the son, the redhead guy, but he has a big old head. Have you seen that? They're like they make. Uh, it's like they're like an indie band. Well, I gotta check it out. On the, yeah, it's really good indie movie. Check Frank. it out, Frank. Frank. Look it up, dude. Just look up the. It's creepy, dude. The big old. The they robot. always wear these huge heads. As the band, you'll see, dude. Yeah. Whoa, that's a trippy head. Yeah, that's like a paper yeah. mache looking head or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm lost. Yeah, yeah. I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Dom, Dom Hill Gleason is his name. His, you can buy dad. one of those uh, dog robots from Boston Dynamics for seventy-five grand. Oh shit! I didn't know they were that. I thought it was like four or five grand. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, is there a lease option? Yeah. <laughs> there is. There What's is. What's the residual value on a robot dog? Uh, maintenance is high. You have to feed it and pick up its shit, yeah. and the shit is heavy. It's uh, <laughs> uranium. What you'd expect. Uh, what about? So you're saying lease uh, condition? What about? Um, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I was gonna. Okay, let me. Uh, let me <laughs> we're gonna downshift here. Um, so Zooks uh, unveiled their their little car. I don't know why I said little. It's a regular, you know, car. It's not that regular. It's pretty big. It's not a K car or anything, but, um, and I know Amazon bought Zooks with, I'm guessing their ultimate, uh, plan here is to have these things deliver packages or in some ways, but what happens when it gets to the house? How does the package get from the Zooks to your door? I mean, I think we could, I, you know, is it going to be a drone? Control everybody in general always maybe. Right. (laughs) And so it's like. Doesn't it's just have a total to be packages. domination. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. They're doing a lot of I was stuff. But picturing it was just going to be like this automated package delivery system, which well, yeah, no, it'll be a for, different. I think for that, it's kind thing. of like um, Warren. It's like the T-shirt cannon at the at the sports games that you oh, might okay. go to. It just shoots yeah. it out. So everything's going to be a package in like foam, like a ball. Yeah. Why doesn't you it? Can, what, what you can only buy. You can only buy T-shirts. Actually. So here, I'm gonna. It's I'm only gonna. I'm gonna. In the cannon. What about this? What about like the it, drone it poops it right out of the bottom? So like it rolls a drone up, drop. It rolls up to your driveway and then it just poops the package underneath it and rolls okay, away. Okay, what if you 
What if you live in an apartment building? It poops it in outside of your apartment building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if it's higher sidewalk? than the ground clearance? What Just if, what the sidewalk is shit all over? Uh, I think we're we're thinking about this very prehistorically. At least well, I am. I, uh, there's got to be some other thing that's going to accompany this. Like who bought uh, a weird, who who bought the uh, little drone company up there in the mountains? Oh, Jimby uh, or Jombie or Joby Jimbo? Who who bought Joby though? Joby, uh, Amazon. I don't know. Was it is Google? it the same? Like, are, are we connecting two of these things? Uh, we know people who work in both places, but you you, get, you do Zooks up and then you Joby to the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Zooks up. I still think the flight thing is insane. There's so many obstacles and and potential for disaster. I think maybe there still has to be a human or. A Boston Dynamics robot that takes it to your door, mm-hmm. but it's still very complicated. There's there's doormen and uh, lobbies in New York apartments. There's a uh, weird little delivery system that <laughs> have mean, to be it, overcome. The doorman has just been told, you know, hey, when you see Boston Boston the dog, just let him in, and that's it's it's all good, you know. Maybe it's all fucking wireless. Like he's got like a little chip in him that, like, when he gets near the door, it just automatically opens. Or maybe Shits, you still wanted to poop gets, it out. Don't he you? gets his own doggy door, dude, and then he goes <laughs> in through there. Yeah, but then he's, dude. Someone takes still control about of humans. them and they start stealing stuff. And where do they take it? Where do they where do they take the stolen goods? Do they sell them on the black I market? You, I think you still got to use. Just regular old fashioned humans. Bicycle, part of this. bicycle, quicksilver style. <clears throat> What's that mean? Bicycles. Like bicycles? quicksilver must have yeah. been an '80s movie that we missed. It is. God damn it, quicksilver, Lane. dude. The God future will be solved it. by '80s movie plots. <laughs> That's all we do <laughs> know for sure. That's true. Everything comes down to a high school dance. Right. I already mentioned Terminator, so we're yeah. starting off yeah. strong. You yeah. haven't mentioned Rocky right Four. Uh, happy birthday, Polly! Right? You, it's, you buy him a robot that brings the cake. Uh, no one remembers that. Nope. Oh, damn, that's such damn a good it. scene. Short circuit, anyone? Dude, happy birthday, Short Polly! Circuit, of course. Look it up. We don't need no fucking <laughs> <laughs> kick him ass into outer space. I know it. Dude. Come on. <laughs> that's a classic. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, so, seis. We're gonna kick your ass into outer space. That's so the best, the, dude. He wears a bandana. And yeah. He thinks he's a gangster. He's got, he's got a tattoo as well. Because <laughs> yeah. he's learning Not about the states, right? Like he's, yeah, he's like getting, he's assimilating. Yeah. So, Wham, did uh, you watch the Zooks thing? Did you watch it after? I didn't get to watch all of it. I watched a little piece of it, and I've seen all their um, promo videos. It felt like it was kind of, I mean, for those that have been following Zooks, it doesn't feel like there was anything new. It was like, you know, they were kind of repeating some of the stuff that they already mentioned. Yeah, um, I've already seen that car, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so it was it. like the, uh, yeah, there, it's some. Uh, it was a marketing event and needed for something. I don't know. But, you know, maybe it was just like the first time they had like, spread the word widely or something as uh, you know with the new owners i don't, I don't know but it, yeah it seems like they're all systems go um i thought they were going to be uh, did you watch it lane i did not it is cool it's it's kind of exciting to check out i, I thought they were going to be doing like a live drive that they were broadcasting um but it seemed like it, and I, they were kind of hinted at that but it seemed like it was all pre-recorded and edited and that sort of thing. Um, but definitely feels a little further along than uh, last time I saw stuff. Uh, and it, yeah, a lot of it so, doesn't make sense. So, Brian, it's a big um, thing they're tackling. 
I didn't watch the I didn't watch the video, so I assume that Warren and you you guys were aligned that the packages delivery package and things was a big component of this now. But no, as no, far as I know, it's, to do with it. Warren it's is totally that up. gotcha. Yeah, that was, it's, it's totally yeah, it shuttling to shuttling yeah. people around is the main purpose here. It's it's an autonomous yeah. vehicle that drives you. That it's a capsule that takes you places. So it's a cab. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically a cab. It's, it's a for cab. cities, but I, it's not for personal I, ownership. It looks like it's no, a service. No. It's a cab, and that's how they're going to move people around. Now, my my thought was that Amazon would use the technology and everything that they've built right. to then incorporate that into something else like their delivery vans. But I just still think you're not going to eliminate that human aspect as they're trying to do with these this new cab concept. Yeah, yeah it's know. hard because you yeah. need like a rocket launcher to rock, you know, throw the package. Shirt cannon, he's saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. T-shirt cannon. Yeah, I picture like but, almost you eliminate like that is a big that is a big bottleneck, right? Like having to put stuff into a vehicle and then put it somewhere. Like you almost have like tra like drone traffic that is like taking individual packages or multiple packages crazy. at a time, and it's like and you can see them, right? Like they have a very specific path that they take, and yeah. then they disperse and like and they all kind of hit not up a neighborhood. Our, not in our lifetime. There's people shooting lifetime. down dro drones to like steal packages. Right. Right. I don't think that'll happen in our lifetime. I hate to say it. I know you hate probably the odd man out. Michael Crichton yeah. wrote a book called Prey a long time ago. And yeah. it was all about these like tiny little drones that would like together they fly in packs and they like do like crazy shit. Uh I think mm. it's called Transformers. Huh. Right? Isn't that is, do Transformers do that same thing? Was it what was the one that they all all the robots got together to make one big robot? Voltron? No, Voltron. No, yes. Is it Voltron? And then Decepticon was the bad version. Same deal. That's the Transformers. Oh, Transformers assemble or something like that. Yeah, boy. No? This has gone off. This is bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> is this, I'm our, pretty is sure. this our version of talking about the future and technology? This is like <laughs> we're going back to like basically like grade school, <laughs> smashing, yeah. smash up cars, whatever. Dude, literally, um, you know, I, I'm, speaking of grade school, I'm pretty sure. Actually, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I always thought that it was Transformers robots in disguise, but it's Transformers in the skies because they fly. Right. Oh, no, I thought it was robots in no. disguise. Disguise. Okay, yeah. so I had it backwards then. So I used to say robots in the... And I always thought it was disguise. More than meets the eye, for sure. That's what it was. I always thought it was robots in the skies, but it was disguise. That's what it was. I remember like when I was 10, I figured it out, and I'm like, oh. Well, yeah. they could say that, too, as part of the song, Robots in the Skies. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're kind of... It's kind of like uh, in the club, you know? Oh, okay. In disguise. Oh, dude. You can, uh, you can find me in disguise. I, I, al I always thought <laughs> exactly. also, yeah, find me in the club with a pocket full of grub. I thought that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. What kind of grub Let's were you picturing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What kind of grub were you picturing in the pocket? Like, chicken. Yeah, was trail it chicken? mix. Something trail like that. mix Tra for sure. Trail, yeah, trail, trail mix. mix is a logical answer. Except no chocolate. No chocolate. Exactly. Um, let's, I think you, you need a little ear earwax clean out. <laughs> it's a little funny to picture uh, Art thinking about being in the club and <laughs> eating trail mix. And that was like the hip thing to do. I've. Bomb ass grub in these pockets. <laughs> what up? Offering it to chicks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like she's looking for dollar bills and you're sliding in like a, you know, like a Welch's fruit snack pack. <laughs> oh, individually packaged is a genius idea for the Whoa. club grub pocket. Club grub. <laughs> yeah. Club grub hub is what you could have. Horn pub. <laughs> Corn hub? Yeah. <laughs> it's like corn on the cob and stuff. The place where you get corn. 
Anyways, I want to uh, shout out to our buddy Ali and team, of which two people on my street work at Zooks as well. Oh, no way. I know they've been working on this fucking thing forever, and uh, I'm sure it's kind of a relief to be able to like point to people uh, to this video and say, like, here's what the car looks like, instead of everyone's like, What's it going to look right. like? What's it going to do? And you but, feel like um, such a jerk when you're like, oh, it's under wraps. It's, you know, we're not talking about it yet. Can't tell you. Yeah, can't tell it's you. confidential. I saw Dan, yeah. our buddy from the rallies, 510 Dan. Uh, he was in the video a few times, which is nice. Cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So uh, go check out Zooks at Z-O-O-X and uh, kiss your freedom goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, um, the, is that the sure slogan? Is, oh, is that, <laughs> <laughs> that's a slogan. It's like Alpine makes uh, Ma- smile machines yeah. since 1956 and Zooks, kiss your freedom goodbye since 2020. Zooks, give me that steering wheel. Give me that back. <laughs> exactly. No, Zooks, what steering wheel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. The shortest overhang of any production car, though, if they uh, come out with it. No overhang. Yeah. Zero overhang. Negative overhang. It goes both ways, too, just like art. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, Zooks even goes more, yeah, he even goes sideways or like crab walks or whatever. So, crab yeah. crab yeah. I can eat shellfish, so I don't know where that puts me. <laughs> it's like, well, you, well, you get cr- in that car and it starts crabbing. It's like, whoa, you whoa, can whoa. Crib walk, though, so you're cool. I, I can crib walk, yeah, into club with my grub. <laughs> Pocket <laughs> full of grub. <laughs> yeah. Dude, just, just a little pocket with, with, <laughs> with grub in Welch's? his pocket. Fruit snacks? <laughs> pretty good. Mental picture. You could do a lot of like close up shots of like crinkling the Welch's package. You know, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. Waiting yeah. for the opportune the time to whip it out and rip that thing open. I got like a full sandwich would be better. Whoa. The H is O. The H is O. Uh, get a All right. Um, Sunday edition here. We we got a kind of a quicker one tonight. Oh, so you mean we're not uh, supposed project- to spend 20 minutes talking about <laughs> bullshit right in the beginning and completely waste the whole episode? We were talking about <laughs> Zooks, dude. Well, no, no. This is the good stuff. We have to get into the bullshit now. I'm sorry to say. Ah, God damn it. Now my fucking Google ads are all slippers. You <laughs> fucked it all up. You <laughs> fucked it all up. And no bright slippers to be found. There's some fucking weird moccasin looking things. All right. Um, Reference to the where was I? Show. Project Project car updates. Uh, who's got them? Who I wants sold them? a car. Oh. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, I don't know. You know, it's done. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> uh, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, as Brian calls it, the Hotel Grand Cherokee, mm. is uh, no longer with us. Yeah. And that actually goes back to almost episode one of the podcast. Dude, it was very early. It was not episode one. No, no but, but it, it was, was right like then. 10. It was right, top it was 10. Right, it might have been like episode three or what something. Was, what was earlier, me getting the E28 or me getting that truck? I think the E28 was, a, was first. E28. What truck? The Jeep. Oh, I call that it truck. Oh, that's a truck? I call it. Yeah, I do. That I think that was E twenty eight was like episode four or something. The G might around around the same time. We were recording at your house, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just laughing right now because I'm I'm picturing Brian with a whiteboard like planning out the podcast (laughs) right at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah, wasn't just talking me. points. Warren, Warren grabbed a pen. He was writing stuff. I didn't think we'd have much after episode seven. It was like, this is a, we're fucked because we ran out of stuff. I literally was, went and bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee for podcast content. That was the only reason I got it. It, it was, was the like, only reason. That's right. These guys, these YouTubers are buying cars. Let's do it. We got to get this podcast going. My name is Warren. I am Lane. 
and we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving While Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard-to-find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have uh, K trucks, like the uh, trucks that Warren and I drove on the recent Round Cat Rally um, where we drove some Honda Acties, and they have a little uh, Warren searched Mitsubishi and found a little Mitsubishi K truck dump truck actually we all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world and these guys have a mobile app um 100 online auctions uh, once you get signed up it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles jump right into auctions you can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle which is super useful um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know, what's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts and, and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So had one go. tail light and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car, you're buying the ECU, you're buying the transmission, you know, you're buying all these parts. If you want to swap all these parts into a different car, or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even, no damage at all, really. But uh, right, yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So, what better place to look than uh, Copart? And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh, for a lot less. So, check out Copart.com, and uh, I would say bid with confidence. Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. Well, we Brian are. was smart because he bought a really unreliable car to yeah. start with. So it gave us stuff to talk about. He had to go back to the dealership a few times. But then after that, it feels like it uh, smoothed out. Although he, I forgot that he had that no, the key, no recognizing the key yeah. thing until it like popped up because someone commented on it recently. I did. On yeah. Instagram. I was looking, so I was like, no, but some. Oh, yeah, it was Brian I commented, commented because I was because if you look at the hashtag Hotel Grand Cherokee, there's a few mm. from some other dude that you can ignore. But all the ones from Driving While Awesome and McQueen Racing are relevant. Uh, but there's yeah. somebody else using the yeah. hashtag. I was just funny. thinking because I've I've purchased in that time, I've purchased three brand new cars um, and I've never had an unplanned dealership trip in any of them. Did you purchase oh. them Wait. or did you lease them? I mean, you're turning them over quicker too. Wait, right? Jetta with I the turbo? With Jetta with the turbo failure? Car. I purchased one, leased two. I mean, same Which thing, ones? right? But I purchased the GTI, leased a Mazda CX-5, and leased a Subaru Forester. 
Um, and I never had an unplanned visit to the dealership in any of those cars. Lane, um, were you, you trying not, to gloat? I, Lane, is that what you're no, doing? No, I'm saying it was because I noticed I, I'm like, oh, shitty, because you had that axle thing, which was like a gnarly yeah, it was right such an ordeal right at the beginning. And too. then you had the, the no key thing, and then you just so, had the stuff recently. But and it was I was worth, just thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm like, wow, that's like actually pretty bad for a and a, like two of those things happened when it was like actually pretty new car like pretty low miles so um yeah the axle thing was like right away the the key thing was two years in uh because yeah. it was and i know that because it was literally <laughs> it it was our like uh christina was about to give birth it was the week that she was due, and so we couldn't we couldn't take the jeep because it was in at the dealer or something, it, or it was like the day before. It was like mm. crazy how poor the timing was, but yeah, it was two years in of ownership, and uh, yeah, just totally died. So we ended up doing the whole, uh, you know, the first drive home for our daughter was in the e golf because the jeep was just out. <laughs> it was in the shop. Um, it's very futuristic but, of you. And yeah, the, uh, the early pain was terrible. That was also ill-timed. It was like, we were going on a, like kind of a honeymoon sort of trip, uh, doing this whole road trip. And it was like, we were leaving. <laughs> it was like going down to the desert and everything. And it was like kind of hinged around having a good, uh, big truck that we could drive around. And, um, uh, yeah, it was just like three weeks of dealing with the dealership and they were totally blowing it in like several different stages. So not only was it a failure of parts on a brand new vehicle, but, uh, the dealership experience was just like, so terrible. Yeah. Cause you, remember you went on, you went and looked under it and you're like, dude, the other one's leaking. Like what the fuck For a recap. And was, they were like, Oh shit. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> you know? so we were getting ready for this trip and we noticed that there's like grease everywhere. So this is the first notice that, uh, you know, when, when we discovered it. Uh, so we take it in. Turns out the part is not available here. So we had to wait three weeks for the part or something like that. And then uh, that gets in. And during this whole time, I'm like, hey, you know, it's happening on the right side here. Do you guys want to check, check the left side and let us know? And immediately they reply like, no, 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 no. It's only the one part. So then... Everything happens. They do the service. I pick it up, and this is, like, you know, much later. Um, <laughs> and I look under it, and right away I see this is in – it had been exposed while it was in the dealership. The left one was messed up, and they had told me straight to my face, lied, saying it was not an issue, and I had to point it out, and I had to leave it for another week uh, while they sorted it out, which was like – and that was – at that point, I was, like, leaving in a week and a half <laughs> – and it was like, dude, you guys, and I was like literally yelling at people in the dealership, just like a classic dad move. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. You end up being that guy. And it's like that the Jeep forced that out of me. So it yep. was it was a yep. rocky beginning for sure. And then there was some other weird seat thing too that went bad uh, where it was like that's right. all of a sudden the lumbar wasn't working and it's like, we kind of want this stuff to work. And it made a weird yeah, pop sound and we take it in and they're like, oh yeah, n nothing we can't find anything, and it's like uh, somehow it started working again. I don't know. Warren, you uh, had a question. I was just going to say, I don't know if you mentioned it. it was the CV, front CV axles, the yeah. CV joints were leaking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. On right. a brand Good. new car. Yeah, so. yeah. We should, I guess, describe what it is. And and I think yeah. part of that was in 2014, they had a better turning radius. 
all of a sudden. They did something that allowed right. uh, more angle. And so I guess they just didn't allow the CDs to just break. They just <laughs> pull the axles out of the well, fucking yeah, socket. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, yeah. you know, you know, we've never heard of this. You're the first one, and it turned. It's a full like you know recall thing that they did. I think nice. later. Um, Come on, guys. So uh, yeah, and then and then this uh, one, and of course it's like you're looking at Jeeps. You buy a brand new one. It's like they don't they don't have good reliability ratings, right? So you're feeling a little nervous. Um, and uh uh you know it had it, there were standard parts on that thing you know like that v6 they had just been doing for forever um and i guess I, I won't go through the full lengthy stuff but i'll hit on the high points um when the key uh lost touch with the the machine inside <laughs> and it was uh, and like it had this weird reset thing that i couldn't fix without going to the factory turned out all i would have needed to do was pull the battery cable and let it drain until it completely like drained the capacitors of energy too um i didn't know that until after uh but it was that point where i was like oh shit like the key i have the key in my hand it's not recognizing the key it has a battery some, I have to go to the dealership for this. Like that moment, it was like, oh, geez, what am I in for yeah. for the life of this thing? Um, right, so expectations, right. you know, I was kind of on edge at that point, And that was two years in of six years of ownership. So for four years, it's been like, uh, you know, waiting for it. But for the most part, after that, it was it was great up until very recently. You know, it was like 90,000 miles is when things started going south. Whenever yeah. I, I had a massive oil leak and it was uh that uh a seal an oil tube seal under the intake manifold um, yeah. so they had to pull a lot of stuff out apparently it was a common thing around that same time i was coming due you know we're talking ninety thousand miles i was due for some extra service uh the tranny uh filter i wanted to change and i discovered there that it's like Oh, there is no filter to change on this automatic training. It's part of, part of the pan. It's the pan. So you can change the yeah. filter, yes, but you buy this entire $150 pan that you replace and it was like unclear what the recommended recommendation was. Like it was kind of like don't change the filter was the recommendation. Uh Well, that's always the thing with trannies tran transmission filters. It's like there is a thought that you can dislodge some gunk and cause oh. further issues oh, really? but yeah i've heard I've that heard too that. yeah it's like you don't really want to mess with transmission fluid like doing a fluid flush is not great but drain and refill is okay and really? then when you start to like do more than that it becomes a, a slight problem Worth although i have heard some that. cars where they say you it's beneficial to flush them you know that's like part of keeping them alive. Right. I would, yeah. Maybe if you do it like soon, if you do it at an often enough rate, like um, interval, you're good. But if you wait until a hundred thousand miles and you blast new fluid through there, you can cause some issues. Yeah. Interesting. Subarus back in the day had a spin on transmission filter, nice. like an oil filter. That's cool. Um, That's way awesome. back. I don't know when they stopped doing that, but I always thought that was brilliant. It's like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, so dude, doing transmission fluid, so gnarly, dude. It's automatics gross. where you have to have it. Yeah, it's, it's gross stuff. Right? Anyways, it's very it's it, it gets everywhere too. If you spill yeah, a little everywhere. bit, it just like seeps. Yeah, I've, seeps I've and creeps. Okay, so uh, that. but six years later and a hundred thousand miles sold, sold right? Yeah, pretty fast, and, right? Uh, twenty four hours, super fast. Less than twenty four hours. I'm cool. surprised by that. Who bought it? What kind of person? 
so I didn't meet him. Uh, his he sent he was running to work, uh, and so he sent his cousin who was classic the scam we- wheeler dealer guy. Classic mm. scam. I don't. Right? I mean, uh, not really. Right? Were these the guys in San Jose that were? <laughs> This is how a, they buy their cars. This is a different thing if you're selling a car versus buying a car. This is I actually know. kind of an interesting classic uh, move, really. So I talked to the guy. He's interested. I, my asking price was fourteen five. Um, he already offered. You know, he offered. I should tell the story, really. But uh, I when I put the ad, I immediately got two people interested. One guy offers me ten, which is just like. <laughs> Jeez. It's super funny, right? Don't even respond, dude. So then the other guy uh, replies, and he says, um, uh, I, I forget exactly. It's the guy that ends up buying it, but he he, he contacted me pretty quickly. Um, the next morning when I checked my email, there was a couple from, like, uh, uh, Yuba City. Kind of far. Is super it, far. Is it Yuba? It was three hours away. I thought it was four yeah. right when I looked it up. Um, maybe it, maybe it's a different town that I'm I'm confusing, but they're basically you know th- they ring me right at eight a.m. and they ask me to hold it for them uh, because they were headed down. So they drive all the way. Uh, just making a long story short, drive all the way down three hours, come check it out. They're looking for a car for their daughter for a first car, and this is actually. What? kind of ideal uh yeah but that's the closest car for their daughter they, like that they is... were looking at it, the the other car they were looking at that day they want uh, uh, what yeah it was for a christmas present actually which is kind of funny Jesus. uh the, fir- the they were looking at a mercedes in danville that was the main car that they wanted instead they saw this someone in the family had said that this would be a good car for that um and so they were hot on it drove all the way down here looked at it drove it <laughs> and then bailed <laughs> They bailed. Wow, they weird. just left. Which what was their reason? So they said they were gonna go. They couldn't. They couldn't make a decision without looking at the Mercedes, which was in Danville, and they had just mm. driven right past it. Oh my god! And oh, I'm like, and so whatever people. Mercedes they're looking at is probably not the best call. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what their deal is, but I thought it was like super interesting that they were like hot on it. They they had cash. They 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 did the full drive. They were the first to look at it. They bailed, and then immediately I just called this other. I, I I had told this other guy that I was like, you know, I can't take fourteen. I'm, I've got somebody coming with cash right now, so, uh, you know, they bailed. I'm like, hey, I'll do it. Fourteen, let's let's go. And so nice. he immediately just came and made it happen. He just, you know, yeah. there was like a little bit. He was going to work, um, uh, and so I was gonna drive over there. Uh, he ended up sending his cousin. His cousin, super classic dude. Just older dude, wheel and dealing, like trying to figure it out. You know, I knocked off a hundred bucks for him, so he got his. But he was like talking me way down, <laughs> and, you know, trying to trying to haggle with me. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. I got all. I'm playing the game too. It's like I got. What a lot were of the haggling and, points? Like what were? I don't. You know? <laughs> this is the the great question. So he's like, you know, doing all the AC. He throws throws everything on. He's like a fast talker, but like super like jovial guy uh but kind of like you know doing all these things pressing all the buttons um does the ac he's like is the ac cold is the ac cold so he puts it on lets it go he's like oh it's not really cold and then he like wasn't pressing the right button so he did that and it's like it's pretty cold but you know it's, he's like oh no it needs a reach you know it's 
it's working, but it's not there. And he's <laughs> he's just searching. He's just trying to find anything, right? And I'm like, kind of watching this and being like, I, I appreciate. He like bra- he like breaks a button. He's all this br- buttons broken, <laughs> dude. He was like, so we did a little test drive, and he's like jamming on the brakes all hard, and he's like kind of like steering, but he's not putting enough steering into it. So I'm like right out of my driveway i like he almost hits the neighbor's car he, like within oh, inches and i'm like oh dude and he's like a little all over the road so that was i was a little scared but what you know you're going on a test drive you gotta let him drive it i don't know <laughs> I, 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 luckily yeah. it worked out but uh anyways he's like stoked on my persimmon tree i give him a whole bag of persimmons because that thing just continues the fruit and we got plenty and uh yeah so <laughs> he bought it for his brother but it, it a classic thing like i chat with the dude on the phone and he's just looking for something for his wife. They're getting out of a lease on Tuesday, and they need something to replace. And it, he, it didn't sound like he cared really too much. He was just looking for something. Uh, and uh, I could tell by talking to him, like, in hindsight, that he's not the guy that's, like, coming over and pressing all the buttons and doing the hard deal, right? And so he sends his cousin, who is, and it's like, good move, right? Like, that's the right thing to do. And he doesn't have to deal with it. He just gives his cousin the cash. He goes and makes a decision. I mean, or he could just come and not deal and try and get that hundred dollars off well <laughs> i mean i think he places his trust in this cousin to like evaluate the car right not everybody has that skill like going to look at a car yeah. making a snap decision is this good or no like uh the, you know the guy i was dealing with the cousin it seemed like he did know his stuff right and so he was poking at it and uh i would say that's like it, for the general population like a pretty small percentage feels comfortable doing that stuff. Uh, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I think it makes sense when family members like, you know, depend on the help of others or, or friends, right. To, to do this sort of thing. Right. So, I mean, like Ruben uh, brings me when he wants to buy a Mark II GTI, you know, exactly. Right. It's the same thing. <laughs> he didn't even drive it. You drove it. And <laughs> I think right. he didn't make the, de- he wasn't negotiating with me. I think you were, you were talking yeah. me down on the test drive. <laughs> you're pre- doing it the seems same like Lane remembers like, more than we do. It's, you're yeah, like, the, whatever you're you like him. the AC, the AC <laughs> isn't really blowing cold, Brian. Like, I, I, I crossed my arms thing? and I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kicked the tire a little bit. So, yeah. And so anyways, it's like, you know, and it, there's like a funny thing that you get into with car sales stuff. And so I just did it from the buying side and there's all these games you play and, from the selling side too, like uh, there's like a little bit of superstition in me and, and it kind of, one of the things that, uh, is, is similar is like, you know, you talk to, I don't know, maybe I think it's a, a well-known thing like with, uh, art went dark on us, by the it's way. A, he's, he's good. He's yeah. good. Uh, you go and, uh, first sale of the morning, like you don't want to blow the first sale of the morning when you go, you know, these, these vendors at like, uh, flea markets and stuff like that. Like you got to make that first sale. It's like a superstitious thing. And uh-huh. in a similar way, I feel like you post an ad, like I feel like he, for me, I'm speaking only for me, like an aggressive price is good just because you got to get some people interested. Uh, and it's first time out, like, you know, you don't want your thing to just sit there. When it sits there, then all of a sudden there's like, you got to keep this momentum. So starting the momentum is yeah. like price it competitively, get a few people on the horn. And it was like, you know, the first people bailed, it's like immediately... I got to like keep the momentum going like on to the next person and like keep things moving with it. And so it's like, yes, it is it's 500 fresh. Left, right. But I got to yeah. do it right now. And it's like, 
you know, we, I was actually in a kind of a sticky scheduling thing where between two and five, I was watching the kids. So he had to work. So I was going to have to meet him. It took some logistics to free myself up so I could go to meet him. And in the end, he ended up sending his cousin here, but it was in the moment. It's like, it's important for the momentum of this that I make this happen now and not try to schedule it for 8 PM. Cause I don't know what's going to happen between now and 8 PM. Like let's yeah, make, yeah. you know, th- this car sale is happening. It's a special circumstance. Like let's move mountains to make some deal work. Right. Even if yeah, I'm like, you don't want to get greedy over like a couple hundred bucks yeah, either, you know, exactly. Yeah. So just he comes in and he's offering me 300 less because of the whole AC stuff. And I'm like, I just can't, but you know, he gets down to 100 less and it's like, I think everybody knows I can't let him go back without the story of talking me down a hundred bucks. Like that's just how these things work. Right. And so, yeah, you don't get greedy. You can count all these pennies, but I think you, there's a ton of different ways to have deals happen and there's a ton of different ways to string them out forever and create a lot of heartburn on either side of the coin. And it's like, yeah, just like, being ready to toss money away and whatever just to make it make the transaction happen is yeah i don't know it's like a weird thing right it's not an exact science it's like a feeling thing well yeah, i do it can't see be an exact science because it involves people yeah. <laughs> yeah i see uh there's a an sec uh, mercedes sec <clears throat> on craigslist and it's been listed in la selva beach for four years i would say <laughs> It's a black Holy car with with chrome pentas. He's asking eight thousand dollars. Salvage title. It comes right? up in salvage title. Uh, yep. It. It's come up in every search since nineteen ninety fucking two. I don't. I really at this point I want to reach out to the guy and go. You got to do something different. Right. If it's pictures, if it's writing it totally different, I don't know. That's but really you, funny. this isn't working. Whatever right. you're doing. It's insane. And there was also a Boston Green M three with a wood package that was fucking on Craigslist for. Three years. Well, don't and he kept lowering Boston the price. Green. You know, a hundred bucks. I would. <laughs> um, I hate Boston Green more than anything. But I like Boston. Still, Green. like like it or not, you got to do something different. Right. It's obviously not working. What's happening here? You, it's like, oh, you're still trying to sell your car, huh, Jim? Yeah, it's been three years. Yeah, like but, and um, nine thousand bucks. Like, because he's in, not really cut the trying, price in half, dude. right? And and so and no, it was so cheap. It was just a shitty M3 or like a salvage title SEC. Even and I think he says like restored or, you know, completely refurbished. And you're like, yeah, what does that mean? A paint job? And he might and be black. totally unresponsive to emails. And then yeah. right. when you do see it, he's like, oh, the battery's dead or something. You know, like there there's there's so like, many. If you don't want it, then get out of here. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, or or as Sl- or as Warren, or, I mean, as Brian just said, right? Like he's the guy who will not budge on his price at all. And it's like, I mean, SECs are have gone up in value recently, but if it's a, a salvage title car, maybe there's rust issues. It's by the ocean, right? And those do have some rust problems. And he's yeah. not willing to, to to negotiate. Like then it just stays, which is, I mean, it's, it's insane. Crazy. Yeah. And then and then every, yeah. it's it's super tainted, right? Like then the people see <laughs> that it's been there forever, and it's like, oh well, if nobody thinks this is a good deal for four years, then it's probably not. Yeah, right? you're totally. So why would I jump in? Yeah, one of my yeah. most memorable like car, used car sales at when I worked for Subaru was uh, we got an 05 STI in on trade and it was like perfect dude just you know perfect 05 sti which is a cool first year sti yeah Um, right super nice car low miles and we put it up for like 
twenty nine nine or something. And right first week we get offered, I get offered, I was, I got offered like twenty six five or something. And the sales manager of the dealership wouldn't take it. And I'm like, come on, dude, let's just do this. Like, yeah, just we it got it cheap too. We got the car for like, I want to say like eight, like right around 20 grand, probably. Whoa, nice. Um, 19 something. When was this? And I'm like, dude, we're, it is an 07. Oh, okay, so just or, a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, we're make we're doing good on this car. Like that's a nice little bump, and we've only had it a week, so like hold, you know, we haven't had to hold it, or there was like no recon work done to it. It was like a really nice car. Um, and he, he goes, no, we can get more, you know, whatever. Yeah. We ended up selling it three months later for twenty, like I think it was like twenty two five or something. Jeez. So you know, and and I think I sold it then, and I you know I, instead of getting like. A three thousand dollar check. I got like a three hundred dollar check or something. You know, week. What yeah. color? It was silver. Nice silver. Yeah, but oh, I thought oh four was the first year. Just a little, little thing there. Oh, was it oh four? Uh, for us, yeah. I think. Uh, oh, okay. Oh four, oh five were both. Oh yeah, same, you're right. But they're the same. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but oh four might have had the different diff. I don't know. Anyways, right. yeah. Yeah, so it might have been that's before the thing, then. though, right? Yeah, like yeah, the, there was uh, you. But that's the, that's what you're talking about with the momentum. Yeah. It's like you never know what's around the corner, right? And then after a month, that car was so stagnant and just like, oh yeah, we see that thing's been on there forever. Like there must right. be something wrong, you yeah. know? Yeah, and it's the same reason. Like people like Paul, um, you know, Auto Kennel. He when he gets a car in, you know, people are like, oh, I want 110 for it. He goes, yeah, I mean, it may be worth that to someone, but it's going to sit forever and and then it's going to be no one's going to want that car like we can sell it in a week for 95 right and you know he he doesn't want to have that car sitting at 110 and then it it doesn't sell so they have to lower it to 95 no one's going to buy it at 95 then right yeah right because it's yeah because it now it's like because they've had to lower the price it's like oh so that car is not worth what they were asking yeah it's like a a funny mental game like everybody's seen Mm -hmm. it happen and they're like oh other people don't want that why yeah and so it's like you kind of do have one shot at it and so that's yeah yeah, that's why people like paul are so valuable is because like especially with these collector cars it's super hard to and, and and really the important thing is it's like the seller has to get to that low price and then like get to where it like hurts in your gut and then take another, you know, decent percent off of it. Right. Like for me, it's like, you know, uh, I thought, yeah, I, I, you know, I got down to 14. I thought 14, five was like, Oh, that's kind of low compared to like the KBB and stuff. Like I could ask more, I dropped down to 14, five and it's like, and then I know I got to haggle down too. So it's like, you know, under 14 is like, that's like the kind of like the gut moment right there. Although I already set my expectations super low because Carvana was going to offer t- uh, 12. So at which I was like ready to pull that trigger if needed. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Momentum is a thing though. And uh, any other, uh, Oh, sorry. Um, Oh yeah. The one thing I wanted to mention is like, uh, uh, Joe DiBattista mentioned, he's like, Oh, he's like, if it sells that quick. That always makes me, uh, wonder if it was priced too low or whatever. Yeah. And he, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm one of the weirdos that really likes playing the game. And I just want to mention that, like, I would argue that this, like, I, I kind of do too, even though it's a total pain in the ass selling, like, 
but it's like the game doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing it's like this little short snippet of like you know the, all this stuff that we're talking about the momentum and everything like you know there there it is a game to it and you can enjoy it it, it doesn't have to be all dragged out yeah right. and you kind of want to be the you want to be the one that like your car if if it's good like your car was in good condition and everything like i don't think there's any red flags when you went and looked at your car right right so if someone's interested they're gonna buy it and they're not going like well i'm gonna go look at this other one yeah right you want to be at that price where it's like right. good enough yeah, like, yeah yeah you're just gonna get that sale you're not gonna have to show it to 10 people right your time is more valuable than that exactly you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. There's, yeah there's something there yeah yeah it's like so you played the game and you won right because you you got out of it like what you needed basically and uh yeah and you didn't have to work for it right dude. right exactly yeah it's like yeah sell low buy high sell low is like it's part it's the sell low part um, you don't always have to sell low though it's just like well no but this is the theory right like this is like what was blue book it was uh you know i i uh, whatever i i it was in my ad i had what the blue book ratings were like you know it was in great condition i priced it under very good or whatever there was another very similar one that was posted right after for like 16 right um and it was actually exactly the same configuration um, but dude that's what it was posted for too and blue book is like Blue Book's a little optimistic a lot of times on vehicles like that. I mean, that it's, too, so. it's a very bad, yeah. I mean, well, at least we're yeah. not talking about like an enthusiast car here. So yeah. it's like probably a little bit more accurate. But oh, um, I don't know. So Jeeps were the worst when I worked at Subaru. People would come in with Grand Cherokees. Yeah. They'd be like, well, Blue Book's at this. We're like, okay, we'll give you 1500 And they're like, oh, okay. It <laughs> yeah. was like, because they were, they were a nightmare, dude. It was always like, yeah. how much electric like how much stuff's gonna like the electrical stuff was a thing back then too yeah. with grand cherokees oh. and i remember it just being like a nightmare so here, you know it would be like well we'll give you this much and they're like okay so here's the thing too so the first people who came to look at it who drove three hours i had the land cruiser parked in the driveway and then i the jeep was parked right in front of it and so part of the thing was the dude comes in and he's like uh He's like, oh, Toyota, huh? He's like, yeah. He's like, and then he tells me a story of three different Toyotas that he had for that had like crazy high mileage. Mm. And I realized after that it was like, oh, like it's super obvious that this is what I replaced it with. <laughs> it's super obvious. I tried to make it sound like I just got like a kind of like a family deal, and that's why I was trading to the Toyota. But I I think in hindsight that having it parked right next to it, showing him the move that I was making. Like I was trying to get out of the Jeep, you know, and get into something else. Like there was probably a reason. I think that put a doubt in his mind and I moved the Toyota like down the street before the next guy came to look at it. Cause I didn't want there to be any like comparisons. I didn't want him to see that, Oh, this guy's getting out of the Jeep because of reliability issues and getting into something more reliable. Right. Um, and yeah. so that might might have been why those original people walked. But yeah, I, and I'm just speaking to the lane you're talking about. Like, yeah, they you lowball the Jeep because the Grand Cherokees, and this is the earlier generation you're talking about. But um, yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, people are sketched on buying used ones. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so that's it. Yeah, so uh, it reminds me, oh. I got to call my insurance to get that thing off the insurance. Um, but yeah, and I think he'll the dude will probably be fine. But yeah, I think there are lots of comments about how Jeeps are good and uh, like I don't know, like a few people 
I don't know. Some comments about how old Jeeps are good on 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 that uh, Instagram post. I mean, and old Jeeps uh, are like a different thing. You notice no one said my Jeep has three hundred thousand miles and it just won't die. And people are talking about the WK twos. They're not talking yeah. about that generation. And yeah. so I don't know. You know, for those that may not have heard the story already a few weeks ago, but it's like my the, getting. The, I took my Jeep into a reputable shop here to get the windshield wiper thing fixed. This is all after I decided that I was getting out of it anyways. It had nothing to do with me deciding to get out. It was that was it was already decided for this exact reason though. Uh went in for the windshield wiper thing. 3 weeks later, it had circled through like four different shops and basically the guy uh just uh he replaced a whole body control module that seemed to be not communicating with anything else unnecessarily just because his computer couldn't read the Jeep stuff. He had to work with several different shops, including an, uh, a terrible to work with dealer here in Santa Cruz um, to, to get it fixed. And at the end of the day, the lesson to him was that he can't work on these vehicles because his $20,000 diagnostic machine won't work correctly with these Jeep models. And I think that spreads across the whole collection of cars made, you know, in the same group. Uh, and uh, basically his lesson learned, you know, he's going to take that to the next person who comes in with a Jeep problem. And he's going to say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You should take it to the dealer. That's probably right. going to be his next reply. And to for me, those types of jobs, yeah. For those types of electrical weird things. Um, yeah. It's not like if it was a, uh, axle or right. It's not a know, straight drive shaft repair that you yeah. just replace. Uh, yeah. and you know, this sort of stuff just goes wonky whenever, right. Um, it's hard to predict, uh, but, uh, that is a hard spot to be in. So for these WK twos and maybe other vehicles that are similar from the same company, um, you're dealing, you're, you may be dealing with when you get to higher mileage, uh, uh, shops that won't work on it or yeah. are completely, or have been burned by the cars before that he took a thousand dollar hit probably because of it. Uh, because he only charged me for what he, what actually fixed the problem, which was kind of nice of him. Uh, and so definitely nice of him. That's like yeah. a that's a that's a scary spot to be. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Jeep talk yeah. is complete. That's Does anyone cool. else have any project car updates? Uh, I don't know, Wem. I, I I'm dying to hear about your uh, OBC situation. Oh yes, yes. So <laughs> for the listeners keeping track, the uh, replacement LCD came from Germany. Finally, I tried to check the status of it but it was all in german so this is for your far. bmw e30 89 325i that's right that's right lane uh this is for the onboard computer which gives you time date and ambient temperature Ooh, that all important ambient <sighs> temperature i felt pretty lost without it and uh this i ordered this in october by the way just want to throw that in there and it finally arrived on december 7th or 10th or whatever and um so i got around to replacing it I installed it and it didn't work. I don't know what the fuck happened that time. I was super pissed because I'm like, what the fuck? Took it all apart, cleaned it all because you have to get the contacts really clean for it to work. Put it all back together. Bam. It's like an nice. HD TV in there. It, look, it looks so, clean. It looks clean. Yeah. So I'm back um, having replaced the temp sensor as well and uh, put it all together so good to go i'm kind of missing driving the car lane and i were discussing doing another lunching while awesome but kind of uh time got away from us and we're coming up here on christmas and 
There's rumors of a uh, New Year's Day drive. I don't know if people would be interested in that, but uh, it always seems like a good one. They do that uh, anti-football run because everyone has the day off and uh, most people are indoors watching football. But uh, there's also lockdowns to consider and yada, yada, yada. But I haven't driven the car in a while. So that's that. Vanagon engines chilling. I really don't have much else. I replaced a fuse in my Mercedes today. Uh, real exciting stuff over here. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, well, um, Viewology compound. I, um, I, I'll throw mine into the mix. Super easy and quick. Um, I bought fog lights for my E30. Oh, Jesus wow. Jesus Christ. What are you, fucking a masochist? Um, so Why don't you just you throw get? away your money now? Check this out. So I had told you guys how much they cost, right? The real ones? like the the yeah. Because they only made them for this air dam with the... You know, the oh, that's the right. You have the weird, shit. Weird How much ones? were they? Aren't I forgot? They're like two seventy five a piece uh, for the fog oh, lights. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you can oh, find them, dude. if you can find that's them, that's like my yeah. car. That's why I have those like blank dude, plates. That's why I have the blank r- plates too ridiculous. because they just get cracked anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, at least for for like yours, Wham. They make depot ones which are super cheap and like they're you yeah. can get them anytime. But um, so these are very rare. You know, they only made them for a couple of years, whatever. Um, but I, I was t- texting you late the other day. I discovered. Totally inadvertently, I was looking for hella fog lights, the random shit, to try to retrofit something in there. And um, I discovered that Saab 9000s have the same fog lights. And um, so I ordered a set of Saab 9000 fog lights for 160 bucks. Nice. For the set? Yeah, hellas. For the set, though? Uh, For both, yeah. For both. Wow, that's dope. Yeah. So that's that's so good. Yeah, it's great. So then, yeah, I'll get rid of, you know, because... One of them, uh, I I don't I I hate talking about the stupid ass air dam because it's like it's it seems like it's all I'm talking about these days. But yeah, I ran it into something, and then when I ran it into something, it you know, not only did I scrape it up, but like the impact kind of like it just bumped the freaking light, and like I had tape on it, which was cool, so the tape held the fog light together, but it made it like literally fell apart because the glass was so like cracked and shit. I told you guys that it was pretty bad. So at that point, I'm like, I just pulled all the glass out and I, I parked the car anyways. Uh, and I'm going to touch up the air dam and stuff. Um, and uh, that's when I decided I'm like, might as well just take this opportunity to try to find some. And uh, yeah, I was stoked to discover that. So people out there, I mean, not <laughs> if by chance With they have an 86 year or 87. Only. Yeah, because yeah. it's the same on the ES. The 86 ES has the same um, cow catcher. Uh, and they use these mm. fog lights. So um, I went a little further and ended up discovering that the lenses, not the whole housing, but just the lenses are the same also on E24s that have the big air dam, like the CSIs. Um, so that's the same glass. So if in, in worst case scenario, if you can't find one, not that those are any cheaper, um, you can get yourself an E24 635 CSI fog light and replace the lens. Uh, but the whole housing is not the same. So... Um, Might be easier to find at a junkyard or something. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I mean, well, as you know, like just these days, it's kind of it's kind of a hit or miss thing, right? Like junkyards, you never know what's yeah. going to be available. Like it seems like, especially these cars, they're picked so picked apart. Yeah, so you quickly. have to go to a specialty yard usually. Yeah, uh, Lane, any updates on your end? Nothing. That's it. Okay. Well, I mean, I <laughs> have a whole Volvo project that's like major shit going on, but um, dude, you used it for Jeep time, dude. I did. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, do you want to give us a teaser for uh, next episode? Um, I mean, uh, no, it's not like a next right. episode. It's just a quick thing. But I'm just like right in the mix of uh, figuring out the right wheels and approach there. Um, 
I I had some wheels that I really wanted that are they make them brand new uh, Steelys in Germany, but it's bank. It's like what you know they're they're fairly priced, but then with all the shipping and everything and Euro to US dollars and all that, it's just like a lot of money. Um, but I I found a set of the uh, wider uh in finger quotes uh, five and a half inch wide is is as wide as they came from the factory uh i found some of those there's a rad spot just down the way um in gilroy i roll motors and it's all just vintage volvo stuff um, oh cool and you know the dude the dude has them and he actually he i already had bought uh some to complete my set um uh, of the skinny uh steelies and and i want to put together a set of wide ones but i'm you know there's a few hitches i've been, i've been i'd really like to go extra aggressive uh go a little bit wider than stock um and so like you know stocked and wheel uh service has been on my radar for a long time for like getting wheels widened but they're gnarly they just like never answer their phone and it's far enough away that it's like not easy to just drop by um but anyways, I'm I'm like, it feels like a super important thing. I'm I'm definitely I'm like basically, right at the point of uh, I'm just like compromising. Like I'm I'm uh, I've always wanted to have a car with the right look with steel wheels, and what that means to me is like a, a decent lip, like something that looks a little bit aggressive. And I feel like I'm right at the point where I'm going to compromise, and I'm not going to get that, but it'll be cheaper and it'll be okay for now. Um, and so I'm having an in, I'm internal wrestling match about that right now, but, uh, yeah. And, and then, uh, related to the Volvo project, I, I did just, uh, pick up, a, I, I mentioned my garage project, just cleaning it up and I finally have a workbench. I just picked that up yesterday. And so, you know, getting everything sorted. So eventually I'll be able to pull it in and do, do some work, um, is nice. Is Sweet. Nice, nice. Okay, I think it's that time. It's trivia time. A um, couple questions here for you. First of all, uh, who owns Ducati? Um, what company? Is it Fiat? Oh. Um, Negative. VW. Good guess, though. I think I know the answer. But oh, you already guessed BMW. Uh, doesn't no, Brian, doesn't, VW. Vol- doesn't Volkswagen? Yeah, VW own them. They do. Volkswagen owns them, and Audi controls them. It's kind of weird. Controls. I never, yeah, I didn't really weird. know that. Doesn't seem right. No, it seems wrong. It doesn't seem right. Um, how much reportedly is an oil change in a Bugatti Veyron cost? Ooh. You say Veyron or Veyron? Veyron. Okay, I'll say Veyron. I, I <laughs> you want, guys I go want, ahead. I want Brian to go change. first. Camber, camber, right? Exactly. Tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, what's the question? I guess you're going first. Uh, oil change service on a Bugatti Veyron. How much does it cost? Yes. And you can round up to the nearest thousand. Is it 12 cylinder? Uh, no, it's 16. 16. Uh, does that matter? Is that what you're eight, judging it on? $8,000. Okay. Uh, art. Damn, that's a good guess. Um, I'm gonna say sixty-five hundred. Huh. I'm gonna say five thousand. You would be wrong. It's twenty-one thousand dollars. <laughs> what? What's the Why? What's the interval? How often do you? <laughs> what, what, what do they do? Three thousand miles. You do, it, you do it every month, and uh, 
I don't know. You have to take the body apart, and I'm sure you replace more than just the oil. It's like a or minor oil service. Change? Oh, it's a minor service, yeah. yeah so they have know. to basically, yeah, it's probably like the Lotus situation, right, where they built it. The, the packaging is so ridiculous that you have to disassemble half of the car to get to the filters. Dude, I, I think the that entire is the, back of the car comes off or something. Service mode. You strip so there's a guy down. that... Uh, there's a guy that owns one in Vegas and he decided to do it himself because of that price and put it on Reddit or something. And uh, it made the news. So you can check that out. So he, did he it's pull it there. off? How much? I think so. Yeah. He and he cleared the whole car. He put a clear wrap over everything that he's going to touch just in case he scratched it or something. So interesting. That I is insane. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. If you, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. I mean, well, I think if it's, or, it's, it's a weird thing almost, or if you can afford it, why are you doing it yourself? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, yeah. like rich guys shouldn't care, but I guess maybe for this, maybe he just wants what? to entertain he people. Said, what uh, happens if you take I it just, to a Jiffy Lube? Like what happens? <laughs> the car explodes instantly. <laughs> I, it's, uh, he said that I just thought it was a fun project. There you go. So I could see you doing it art. If you were a billionaire, Dude, I, would, you're like, I would put a manual it. in that bitch. <laughs> and Brian would be louvering the fuck out of so that thing. Holes. <laughs> um, LeBron James has upgraded from a Kia representative to now driving what vehicle? He was spotted driving on the highway in a new ride. I know the answer, so I'll wait. I'm sorry. It's not I even a new ride, I know really. The answer, and I'll so I'll wait. Oh, you guys both. Whoa, how do you guys know this? I don't you know, dude. I'm follow like LeBronJames.com yeah. or something. Dot yeah. com, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's dot org. I, I don't know Jaguar XJ or whatever the fucking some Jaguar Porsche 918. Oh shit, he fits. A 918 Spider. No, he does not fit. His head is clearly over the roll bar. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, his legs fit in there and everything, huh? He looks like his, it's like a kid driving a go kart or something. He is a. Uh, it looks silly. It looks oh. totally silly. So you can go look that up as well. All the the kids nice. are talking about it. At uh, LeBronJames.org. Um, oh, it's an org, huh? .edu. <laughs> All right, last <laughs> yeah. question. Um, Bentley has remade their their iconic blower Bentley. What? Uh, 1929. Uh, Bentley has been remade, and they're going to offer this as a continuation series, which is oh, insane. Oh, cool. Twelve of them. So the Le Mans uh, supercar uh, pre-war, they went through and... I guess they scanned all the parts from their existing car and remade part after part after part and wow. went to all these suppliers and everything. So they finished one. It's black over oxblood red leather. It looks pretty sick. Not it's my like favorite Jaguar body Jaguar did. Remember they did? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. But this is even crazier. Older. Everything's older and, and yeah. more uh, difficult to source. So uh, the question is, how long did this process take? Huh from they're they're quoting an, a number of hours mm. uh to make this entirely by hand using original drawings and toolings yeah and then uh putting it all together and here we go so they're gonna make 12 of them i think the the next one will be easier but uh so how many so how it's many, like four dudes you working years? on it for an hour then that's four hours Oh, I guess you could look at that. I don't know. Yeah. That, is, this, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, but uh, it's a weird number to think of. It's not like it's no. It's, it's man, man hours. Man so it's hours, one man. Not yeah. yeah not yeah. It, it, yeah. it didn't take twelve months to complete. It's you know, thirty guys. Twelve months is way longer than that, right? Yeah. One man, one cup. It says that yeah. eighteen hundred and forty-six individual parts had to be redesigned in a digital space, which 
I don't even understand where they find the time. Howdy. Like Audi's paying or Bentley's paying this. And can you buy a puzzle? Can they scale everything down so you can just 3D print like little bits and assemble <laughs> your same one? That would be totally. rad. That would be rad. I mean, like, it, it, isn't that reasonable? <laughs> I just don't understand this project. How did this get greenlit to say like, yep, we need engineers yeah. and well, mechanics. Yeah, it's paid for by oil changes, dude. Oh, I guess Bugatti, so. Bugatti's oil changes? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of oil changes. I thought it was a Bentley right, we're talking I'm about. I'm going to say 200,000 man hours. I'm <laughs> uh, doing the math now. 200,000 <laughs> divided by 24 divided by 365. Here the one. 22 years? No, but you have like six guys, <laughs> 10 more guys working on it. Yeah. Okay. I don't so know I figured like answer. a five-year project with 10 guys working on it. And yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any other guesses? I have trouble. I have trouble doing estimates in man hours. <laughs> oh yeah, do it. I have trouble. I know it's hard. Well, now that you now that you <laughs> laughed at his twenty-two year uh, fucking Warren guess, now, does this. Now you have Brian's. to remember he does this a lot though. Well, no. Well, I think it's um, he is a trickster. He is a trickster. A trickster. That's oh, sure. right. Every every yeah. time he asks a question, it's like, why is he asking this? He's got something <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> That's it's true. less the, about the, the question and more yeah. about it's the like look on his hours. face. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they just let a robot do it all, <laughs> dude. It's like Boston, Boston Dynamics. Dynamic robots. Boston yeah. Dynamics, guys. Come on. <laughs> Stick with me here. Brian, it was all it. it was actually all women who worked on it. And so there were oh, zero man hours. Women hours. Tricked. That's right. That's right. Gosh, Children. I don't know, man. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say 50,000 hours. Okay. That's a good guess, Brian. Art. I'm going to say 40,000 because I tagged you on the fucking car and I read the thing. So I, mean, I know that I already know all the, the shit. Okay. How do you have such a good memory? Brian would never remember this though. If he tagged me on it. Of course it would he be would. Like, no, I, so I, I knew the, Le, the LeBron James answer. I, I read the thing and, and my answer was going to be Carrera GT. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> Damn, I, literally, I literally read it yesterday. I saw it coming through Instagram or something. Damn, you should have let him answer. <laughs> can you imagine, by the way, no, nothing against LeBron James, but he is not a Carrera GT guy. I can just tell you that right now. Yeah? A, I don't know. Not that's well. advanced course right there. Um, Definitely. Brian, you were really close. 40,000 hours. Yeah. You said 50,000. So it's four and a half years, roughly. I take no joy in these... getting that close. I, it was completely random that I guessed that. It was all based on lanes being a little too too gnarly and me scaling it but back. Four and a half years of how many people? So 40 hours a week for one person. And did, or it could have been four and a half years. It could have been four people, so it only took a year to make it. Well, but they took a lot of tea breaks. It's England, right? So wait, how many people? I don't know how many people. Two thousand Boston. There's like two thousand man hours in a year for one person, right? Yeah. Forty thousand. I'm out. Is the number? Yeah, they're they're quoting. But if you want one of these, too bad they're already sold. Sorry to say, and you can order. In your own specification, I don't know. That's a good I, question. I do know like, the answer to that, but it's in pounds. Million? It. it was 1.8 million pounds, I remember. Oh, that seems cheap. That's a deal. Is it, so, is there so what a is that, like 2.3 or something? 2.3 million? That's a deal. It's so cool, yeah. man. It's like, I would. I, I mean, if, if I was a billionaire, I'd want one. I mean, they're so, so freaking yeah, cool. Yeah, they're so rad. What do you yeah. look it up by? Yeah. Just Blower Bentley is really the... Do a Blower Bentley recreation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, and is there going to be a spec racing class? Yes, there will be. This is not my favorite body style. I prefer uh, a more sporting, maybe a well, gurney nutting, perhaps. Like a, like more mid-30s, probably? 
Yes, yes. But uh, oh, that is so. These cool. are often seen in British racing green. Huge supercharger on the front, massive four cylinder, a badass fucking tractor. <laughs> this is, really uh, is picking to Paris all over it. Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. All right, that is a podcast. We did it. We're done. Hey, hey. and uh, I think let's see next week we'll have a Christmas edition to make. So, oh, Christ, Max! Happy birthday, Laurel! Six months, huh? Six months. Looking, looking sharp. Yeah, looking strong. (laughs) She's looking around. Head up. Looking around. She's always so serious. We should do a gift buyer's guide. Oh, we should have done that fucking this week. (laughs) Yeah, and we should have also done a Secret Santa, which we blew on, blew it on. God, dude. Yeah. I think we talk about this every year, right about this moment. <laughs> we d- I, d- we did it one year, right, and we were good about it. Yeah, maybe we should right. just yeah, like maybe really we should do a, too. maybe we should revisit that. Maybe replay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we could. I think we it's, even what if we reissue that one. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that All was right. on the that was on the boat, cold, cold turkey, turkey. Yeah. with uh, co- spiced coffees, Irish coffees. That was oh, awesome. Spiced, <laughs> spiced <laughs> Connor. Pretty sure we mentioned battery tender too. We did. So yep, we that's did. Good. That was one of them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we should bring it back just so you can hear how young we sounded back then too. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Those are good years. <laughs> yeah. Good years. So many less grays. All right, guys. Cool. See you later. All right, later. Bye. Adios. Peace. avocado toast patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome do you enjoy the dwa podcast give us a little love and support us on patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive patreon podcast exclusive stickers koozies and discounts on everything in our store early access to rallies and other dwa events and much much more um Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.